everyone. Welcome to our podcast, What's Your Movie? I'm Preston. And I'm Emily. For each episode, we pick a movie that one of us hasn't seen. And that person has to try their best to guess what the movie is about. Then we take a break, watch the movie, and come back to discuss how right or how wrong we were. Full disclosure, we aren't movie experts. We just really like them. Now, on to the show. All, All right, right, folks. Oh, oh, who's going to talk first? Jinx. You can. <laughs> <laughs> what? It's a jinx. Jin- okay. All right, folks. Welcome back. So, today is another bonus episode. Yeah. We're doing Doctor, Doctor Strange. Strange. And the multiverse of madness. Oh, I wasn't going to say it oh. with you because I didn't know it. I was waiting for you to... The multiverse of madness. Okay. Yes. Is it in the multiverse of madness? Now I don't know. <laughs> so... In or and? And the multiverse of madness? I don't know. <laughs> we're already, I mean, I think so. We're really good at this. So... Tell you what, I think I know already more about the, I know more about this movie than you do. Absolutely, because so you, you saw the first Doctor Strange. I've never seen Doctor Strange. You never saw the first Doctor Strange? No. Oh, girl. I haven't seen it. Wow, this might be kind of confusing for you then. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Strange in, in the multiverse. In the multiverse of yeah. madness. Okay. okay. Um, All right, multi- yeah, no, I know nothing about it. I did watch What's Her Face, uh, the TV show. The, uh, Scarlet um, Witch. The uh, WandaVision. WandaVision, yeah. WandaVision. Which I've thoroughly enjoyed. It was great. (laughs) Um, It's the first Disney uh, Marvel series. It was great. I liked it. Um, I really like Elizabeth Olsen, so um, I'm glad she's in this one. Yeah. Um, I do really like Benedict Cumberbatch, but I've never seen him in Doctor Strange. I will say, he's a a great Doctor Strange. All I know is that I've heard... That someone said that the, when they saw Doctor Strange, that, the, that Doctor Strange reminded them of you. It was Rob. Or Benedict. like, yeah, I know. I get, he, I get Benedict Cumberbatch a lot. Him and Hugh Laurie. Him and Hugh Laurie, like like the tall, but skinny, you definitely dudes. don't look alike at all. I think that they see think like similar. a tall. I think he was like the character or like whatever, like that you would play that character or something. Because I, I do magic in my spare time? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, so he does <laughs> magic, hey? Yeah, you don't know that? Okay, so. No, I don't know anything so, about Doctor Strange. Well, then I would assume you, he's a doctor that does weird stuff. Does weird, strange things to people. Yeah. Um, he's does a sorcerer. He super, oh. So I'll tell you real quick about Doctor Strange. This is from the first movie. So okay. he's a surgeon. He's a really brilliant surgeon, super oh, so arrogant, super yeah. Okay. He's, he's a doctor, super cocky, arrogant surgeon. Uh, he gets into a bad car accident and breaks, really damages his hands, like breaks and both destroys of both of his hands. Mm. Has horrible, horrible nerve damage. Not good for a doctor. Not good for a surgeon, especially. Yeah, especially a surgeon. Yeah. And so he he it goes through surgery after surgery after surgery, trying to like repair his hands because being a surgeon is his whole life. Yeah, you would not you would get. You would not be a surgeon anymore. No. And so he's gone through the depression. He's gone through all this stuff. So he gets very, very desperate and finally comes across this weird, mystic, new age treatment, which is in, well, it's supposed to be Tibet. In the comics, it's Tibet, but because we live in in complicated times, it takes place in China. Oh, okay. He goes to this monastery in China. That's complicated. But... He he ends up learning how to use magic because he he basically finds someone who was paralyzed. There was no treatment for them, and this person who's paralyzed tells tells him, "Hey, look, like go to this monastery in China. A monastery. They oh. will teach you. Basically, will teach you magic, and you can use sorcery to repair yourself." 
But isn't a monastery for priests? That seems weird. Um, <laughs> it's like a Tibetan monk monastery. Oh. So like, yeah. Magic monk monastery? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. That's a lot of, listen, there's a lot of that happening in Fair enough. pretty much anything like the 60s and 70s. when there was So like obviously a, he gets healed. Um, or he becomes magic. Yes. He learns to use, so yeah, in his quest to repair his hands, uh-huh. he learns sorcery and learns magic and becomes the sorcerer supreme. So he puts oh, he puts well, aside not. being a doctor. Okay, like I was like, so he's not a doctor anymore. He has a higher he has a higher calling to be the what sorcerer is... supreme, which okay. is the keeper of yeah all all these like ancient mystic arts. That just makes me think of Aladdin and Jafar's like I wish to be the greatest sorcerer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, you're not far off. Yeah. Like, like, there's some there's some similar visuals to that <laughs> that occur Swirly. in the yeah. yeah. Well, and he become a. Um, serpent, a big giant he, snake. He, you know, listen, the, vis- the visuals of Doctor Strange, the comic <laughs> books and the movie are, are a trip, which, not to go off on a tangent, so Doctor Strange was created by Stan Lee and Jack Kirby, who were uh-huh. not- notoriously just like squares. They were just nerds. They didn't yeah, smoke. They didn't. They had. They were like button-up tie kind of guys. When they left the title, though, there was a string of like each successive writer-artist duo that took over the Doctor Strange title were bigger and bigger drugs. Like, they, they had a huge exploration with drugs. Oh. They did, like, the team that, I feel like the people who took over after Jack Kirby and Stanley, but they were, like, heavy into acid and LSD and they wrote mushrooms. the people who wrote the comics? Yes. The people oh, okay. who created the comics and, and wrote the comics after Jack, uh, Jack Kirby and Stanley, they just notoriously Went did crazy. tons and tons of drugs. And so all these weird, crazy visuals. Right, I'm going to look at the... Like the eye of Agamotto, which is like his picture. his pendant that he has on his chest. It's like it's like a, a necklace he wears. <laughs> All these crazy visuals, like these like H.P. Lovecraftian style, like tentacle octopus creatures and monsters from these different realms. That's all from these crazy acid trips. These this create these creative uh, the creative teams were having. Yeah, so. I wanted to look at the poster to see if I know anybody else who's in it. I mean, not in it, but the... Well, I had some things kind of semi-spoiled for me. By the way, <laughs> full disclosure. Don't spoil it. I'm not going to spoil it for you. Well, um, nothing will be spoiled because I don't know anything. Okay, so I know... Okay, I know nobody else who's on this cover besides Wanda. Let me, let me see the cover. Let's oh, what's-her-face is in it? Um, is Chiwetel Elijah for in... Yeah, he was right um, there. Yep, Amy... Not Amy Adams. I'm an idiot. Um, Amy Adams. Amy Adams is in this? Oh, my God. Uh... <laughs> Amy Adams. I'm just gonna say Amy Adams. No, oh my god, gonna... that's gonna kill my brain. Um, <clears throat> so, well, anyway, <clears throat> while you're looking at your phone, uh... <laughs> I'm looking, trying to see what her name is. It's driving me crazy. So there seems to be like a theme going on with Marvel and with with DC as well. With Rachel these... McAdams. Yeah, yeah. Amy Adams. Ra- Rachel dummy. McAdams. You idiot. You dumb dumb. <laughs> um. <clears throat> But, I mean, I'm uh, curious who she plays. She's uh, his love and his love interest. I forget. Her yeah, name she now. looks like a normal person. Yeah, like a human. Also a doctor, I believe. Oh, she would be. Anyway, <clears throat> there's a lot of multiverse, like multiple universe stories I feel like going I'm on. I'm going to be very right confused during. Well, the movie. you saw Spider-Man: No Way Home. No, I did not. You didn't see that. Did Wait, see was it? that the cartoon one? Also into the Spider Verse. Okay, dealt with multiple universes as well. So that was the last one I saw. You saw it without me. So between Wanda Maximoff, who can you know, who she has like these cosmic powers, right? 
you know, being a witch. <laughs> okay, so let's let's guess what the plot's going to be. Okay. What do you think's going to happen? Well, so you would obviously have more I, in, an so, idea. And I, I'm, I I'm going back to like in uh, for Disney. Disney had like a uh, oh my god, now I can't, can't think of the name. It was the like, multiverse. Is he a bad guy or a good guy? No, he's a good guy, but. Is Wanda and Wanda in Disney Plus is what if like did Marvel did like a what if series where it was like a what if scenario that's you know not like really canon but it dealt with multiverses as well. It was all about the multiverse and like different like what what if like you hit a fork in the road and you went left instead of right. Right, I get it. Which by the way, what if means? (laughs) Which we also did uh, everything everywhere all at once. Also dealt with multiverses. Yeah, but that was easy. It's yeah. one. It was a one movie, one thing. Right. My point is, multiverses are very popular right, right now. Apparently, very so. popular. Um, also, apparently, DC's The Flash is dealing with the multiverse. Anyway. Well, I'm curious what the like, what the conflict. So I don't is really. Be. So it seems like the conflict is going to be between him and Wanda. Right. That's what I'm. So assuming. here's the deal. So in Spider-Man No Way Home, if you haven't seen Spider-Man, well, it's been out for a while. So shame on you. I haven't seen it. I thought you saw it with me. No, you saw it without me. You did see it alone? Maybe I did. <laughs> um, so Spider-Man deals with multiverses. And so, yeah. so Peter Parker tries to change his reality. And it mm-hmm. fractures our universe. And different elements from other universes yeah, start multiverse. to... Yeah, they start to collide into, our uni- into one universe. Yeah. Doctor Strange tries to repair that. Oh. And he tries to stop Peter Parker from, like, completing this... Well, he's... It's complicated, but he tries to complete this spell to because basically the whole world finds out that Peter Parker's Spider Man. Yeah, and so he okay. wants to he employs Doctor Strange to okay. try to make everyone in the world forget that he's Spider Man. Okay, and basically what happens is all the villains who know that Peter Parker is Spider Man from these different universes, these different multiverses, mm-hmm. come into the current Tom Holland Spider Man universe. Okay, so. So Stephen Strange wants to prevent that he fracturing want, of, the multi, of yeah. these multiverses. He wants one universe. Yes. So what is the plot of this? So I think... I Wanda's think probably... Wanda, yeah. Wanda Maximoff, who is the Scarlet Witch, I think she is continuing Making, to fracture it. So I, I think, yeah, if I had I to guess, I think Doctor Strange is trying to repair another fracturing of multiverses. And okay. and yeah. and uh, Wanda Maximoff has competing powers with him though because she is very powerful. She's very powerful. She is also in the comic books. There's a whole storyline called House of M, which is like House of Maximoff, House of Magneto. Oh. Wanda Maximoff is Magneto's daughter. Oh. Pietro and Wanda are are Magneto's children. There is Anywho. a lot of stuff in but all these universes. In House of M, what happened was like she basically like wiped out well the she she created a universe where every marvel superhero had the life they wanted so like peter parker gwen stacy is still alive (laughs) it sounds nice but it created this chaotic universe and yeah you can't all get what you you can't all get what you want and so the big ending for house of m is she says no more mutants and like overnight you have like thousands of mutants that exist they're reduced to like 180 i want to say i want to say 180 two mutants left on the planet and so this is the strangest number why wouldn't you just get rid of them all then well because you still have like the popular mutants that marvel wants to have like sure that's why they're still still, still able to put out x-men comics that's ridiculous but they went from like thousands and thousands of mutants to like 
182. Under <laughs> like under like under under 200 and so all of a sudden now all because you know in the marvel universe the mutants are always under threat of being they're humans are afraid of mutants yeah in the marvel universe and so when their numbers are reduced humans try to wipe them out completely because no new mutants are being born either. yeah and so they're they've become and they've gone from uh a you know a an endangered a species to, little, to yeah. damn near extinct. Yeah. And so it's a huge conflict. Anyway, so I think what's going to happen, if I had to predict. Okay. I think this is Marvel's opportunities to start bringing in the X-Men universe. Because Marvel now, then Disney Marvel, now owns wait, Fox. Oh my God. So they God. now own the X-Men characters. There's too much crossover. There is. Well, and so. It yeah. makes it really hard on the yeah. rest of us. It does. Mere mortals over here who don't follow. Yes. Where I'm like, wait, isn't he this? Wait, I don't know. Well, and this is where like. The, stop, stop the crossover. <laughs> this is where like the business side blurs the lines too because Fox owned the X or owns the X-Men franchise and like the Fantastic Four franchise, which are yeah, Marvel sure. properties. But now Disney bought Fox. Oh my so god. So this is I think I think with this movie, this is the this is a way to kind of So bridge the X Men are gonna the come into the Marvel universe. Yes, that's what I think's happening. And Do I, people like that? Like I if, think you're that if you're a comic book fan, do you it's like hard it? I yes, I do. Because I think that to have the Marvel universe, the cinematic yeah. universe, it's hard to have a complete Marvel cinematic universe without the X Men. And the Fantastic Four. And all the characters that come with that, which is like the oh. Silver Surfer, Doctor Doom, all those characters, Magneto. I mean, like all these, this whole universe. I mean, it's probably, you're talking about probably half the Marvel universe, arguably, without those those two franchises. Oh, so they're already in the same universe? In the comic books. Oh. In the comic books, you have the Fantastic Four, you have the X-Men. And those are all Marvel. They are now. Oh, oh no, no, well, yes. In the comic books, they are all Marvel, yes. Okay. But in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Disney and Marvel did not own those properties. I'll tell you what, it's real annoying. I mean, not that I know anything about the actual comic books, but I feel like that would be really annoying where it's like, don't you just want them to follow the comic books? Like yeah. for for movies to do like their own thing separate from the comic books that are already yeah. written and established. I feel like that would be like... Like doing, well, any book that's sure. turned into a movie where you're like, yeah, but that's not the book. So there's a couple of things. I mean, <laughs> like I, that's I, have annoying. A, I have a couple of attitudes. That'd be like, uh, I don't know, say Twilight. And you're just right. like, yeah, but they're, now it's going to be uh, the Beauty and the Beast. The Beast is going to come in. Well, I right. don't know. That was a bad example. Well, But it's like, well, that's not in there. So I'll tell you what. So for the... Years ago, I was much more of like a purist where I thought, if you're going to do the comic book storyline, do it exactly the like yeah. the comic book. The problem I have now, though, is if you want that story, read the comic book. You know, just read that storyline from the comic. I am more sure, than okay with them I taking guess. inspiration from the comics and trying to tell a newer, updated story. Okay. I'm okay with that. Personally, because I'm like, okay, the movie is one experience and the comic book storyline that it's drawing inspiration from will never change. Yeah. And also, I mean, more just, people see the movies. More people the see the movie. Books, and and honestly, and honestly, it depends because, like, say, like you're doing, say, like Christopher Nolan did Batman Begins. Yeah. Batman Begins was like it was inspired by Batman Year One. The Dark Knight had inspiration from The Long Halloween and The Killing Joke. Yeah, I but, guess I don't <laughs> think of those as I, I you know, I, I've never reading a comic book. Right. I don't think of 
But I would say this, the movies draw inspiration from storylines, specific storylines from the comic, but it yeah. becomes this amalgamation where they just create their own story from all this backstory. If you're doing something like the movie Watchmen, uh-huh. which is just from essentially one source. Which I didn't finish that series either. I need to go back to The Watchmen to that. series is cool. The movie that Zack Snyder did, Zack oh. Snyder's not a smart enough director I meant this to ser- yeah, I meant- <laughs> as complex as Watchmen. I meant the series. I want to watch the series. Yeah. I watched like the first episode and then kind of forgot about it. Like I just threw shade on Zack Snyder? Sure. Hmm? I, I don't think he'll... <laughs> probably won't, sure probably he's, won't he's hear this had, podcast. You know, we all get criticism. It's fine. Yeah. I mean, listen, it's part, part of... Listen, you're going to tackle a big property like Watchmen. You're going to open yourself up to some, to yeah. some criticism. Criticism. Um, well, I'm I'm excited to see it. Me too. Uh, I do like all these, <laughs> didn't all really, these people. Didn't really go into too much depth of what we think is going to happen in terms of the story. I think. That well, my Wanda's... guess was that yeah, was that. <laughs> I mean, my literal only guess was that the two that Doctor Strange oh. and Wanda are pitted against. Yeah. Each so other. here's the deal. So I think I'm assuming it's going to end in a way that obviously they can make more, and right. neither of them actually wins. So I think that. By the way, so just to, to explain why I think Wanda is fracturing our multiverse. Well, she her did brother, that in the. Her brother Pietro, sure. who's her twin, yeah, he died in Avengers: Age of Ultron. Uh-huh. I think she wants to bring her brother back. Yeah, and I also think that she doesn't have control over her powers. Yeah, her her what do they call it? Her chaos power. I call them cosmic powers. Chaos powers. Oh, she doesn't have control over her chaos powers. Hmm. So she's kind of on the brink of like a a, a mental breakdown. <laughs> really, like seriously, like because she's like because yeah. she, she's gone through a lot. And to have, like, all these powers you don't have control over, plus the trauma she's experienced, plus, like, confusion. I think she kind of has a... She has trouble uh, determining what's real. But what's-his-face isn't in it? Her husband. Paul Bettany? Yeah. He might be. Oh. Well, he's, I guess he's not in the cover. <laughs> yeah, right, fair enough. So, <laughs> he's not anyway. on the poster. We'll see. We'll see what it's about. And we'll, yeah. we'll get back to you and let you know how wrong or, or right we were. <laughs> I mean, we're pretty much right because we didn't guess much of the yeah. actual plot. But I'm excited to see what happens. We'll Me as see. well. All right, let's go see it. All right. Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. I thought it was going to be more epic. The way you were, like, you leaned into the microphone. I was I really like, oh, did. here we go. And then I really enjoyed it. I'm very glad to hear that. It was, I thought it was really cool. I mean, I definitely had my critiques, my, my uh, issues. Which, okay. Can uh, I start off by sure. saying that? Start on a positive note? Go, no. <laughs> that oh. going to the movie theater. <laughs> no, we're going to be all negative for that this That people have forgotten how to be oh, in public. Redi- yes. The woman behind you, by a woman, she was like probably 16, 17. She was a kid. Oh. But she had I don't her, know. I didn't see her. She had her feet right up on the seat. Yeah. Which, of course, You're, as soon as I sat down, I was like, can you move your feet? And she did. She, but I saw the look on her face and she was like, ugh, fine, I guess. Yeah. And she didn't, but it was a very like teenager move because she didn't really, she didn't put her feet all the way down. She just kind of like lowered her feet off. So, because like if you yeah. turned to your right, you just had a face full of foot. Yeah. So Which she just lowered her feet to like seat. the back of the... the seat next to me, but still, still like six inches away from your face. But then, get your the... feet out of my face, you weirdo. But then the couple that was in our row, like a to few, my left, a few yeah. seats down. <laughs> this woman had her feet laid across her boyfriend or whoever, mm-hmm. and her shoes off. Yeah. People, Sh- shoes you're were not off. at home, and it wasn't even the like 
fancy like leather reclining no. chairs. Full regular movie. If you want to put your feet gross up, gross movie theater. Listen, chair. if you want to put your feet up, there's options at movie theaters. You can get the recliner and lay back. You can get yeah, like, the we lazy boy in, recliners. We weren't in those. Yeah, but. It was quite the way to start. Clearly, those two people around us needed those seats. You should have picked that other theater. I'm also like, scoot your ass down, you freaking weirdos. <laughs> yeah, that's Like, true. it was an empty theater when we saw it. I mean, there was maybe yeah, like there was not 20 people, people in the theater. Because yeah. we did not go see Multiverse of Madness opening no. week or open. No, no, I mean, no. it's been out for three weeks at this point. Oh, has it? Yeah, it's been out for oh, a while. Oh, yeah, yeah, And so, so, but like, yeah, I was like, just scoot down like two seats. <laughs> yeah, you had all the options in the world. Also, put your shoes. Put your shoes on, ladies. Ugh, that's like uh, when people do that in the airplane. No, this is not. Anyway, so the movie, though. The movie. I really enjoyed. I yeah. wasn't, like, lost. I thought... No, I thought it was cool. I mean, it was... Obviously, there are a bunch of things that, like, I... That you notice that I don't catch. That I would never catch, even oh. if I saw other... Everything. I'm just gonna go ahead and put preface. If you don't want this movie spoiled, don't stop listening because I everything I have to say is probably gonna be a spoiler oh, for yeah, something that happens course. in the movie. Yeah. Um. So don't. So stop listening now if you haven't seen the movie or if you haven't yeah. seen it and don't care to hear spoilers. Keep listening. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, so okay. So I will say my version of the plot is basically just this girl, this younger girl who. Oh my god, they keep calling kid. Yeah. Or Doctor Strange. Yeah, calls she is her a kid, kid though. We found out Eight. she's only sixteen. Yeah, but still. Probably fifteen when they shot but it. But nobody says like, "Hey, kid." Sure. Like sure. eight thousand times in a America. Anyway, her name is America, <laughs> and she. So she. And can wears travel. an American flag jacket and coat, and it's yeah. like, all right, we get it. Well, I was trying to do a short synopsis. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> so there's this kid, America, and she can jump from universe to universe. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's only one of her. In any universe, there's only one of her. Yeah, and Wanda wants to kill her. Basically, well, she doesn't want to kill her, but she wants to take her powers, which would, I guess, kill her. And which, real quick, if you saw Wanda Vision, Wanda Wanda Maximoff had children in her like fantasy that she had created. She created her children out of nothing. Out of like thin air, which I do because she has magical powers. In the movie, they're like chaos powers. Well, let me finish okay. the short synopsis. Right. So I'll she wants to get this woman's, this girl's power so that she can be with her two boys. She wants to find a universe where, of universe where her children exist, and she wants to take those children from that universe and, and be she, their mother. Yeah, she wants to be their mother, and it's her kid. And Steven, okay. And I fully support her. <laughs> I, I understand the motivation, but it I made do. her so much more villainous. And at one point, Stephen Strange says to her, so let's say you find a universe where your children exist. What happens to that universe is Wanda Maximoff. Yeah. And she kind of doesn't have a great answer for it because, yeah, she's going to take that woman's, either one, Place. take her children, yeah. or two, kill that version of Wanda. Yeah. Right? And, and Which, spoiler, very, very Which makes spoiler, her very villainous. Very, very much spoiler at the very end. She does make the right decision because she sees... That she's trying to take over yeah. the mom that they have, and but the boys see her, and they're right. like, well, you're a monster. We don't want you. And she makes the right yeah. decision, and she's like, okay, well. I got to be honest with you. I, the whole, again, my, my critiques, like, I feel like that motivation wasn't enough for her to destroy all these universes and destroy all these people. For, for children, with your kids, for children so. she made out of thin air. My attitude is, here's my, here's okay. my critique, all right? 
I get it. Like you have to have a, you have to have a movie. You have to find a way to make this right. work, right? And to make Wanda Maximoff, who's an incredibly powerful mutant, oh, who who she, I would want to be her. <laughs> but I think that because she has so many powers, of like her her powers alternate reality. That's what yeah. the chaos powers do, like her hex powers. And so for her to destroy all, kill dozens upon dozens of people. Yeah. And possibly destroy all these different universes, yeah. possibly destroy the entire multiverse. My attitude is like, okay, just make new kids. You had the power to do it once. You can make children. Why are you trying to get these children from another universe? Because she created these children out of like the 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 inner yeah, workings of her own mind. Hers. I mean, I I get it. I get it. I get that they're like not technically real, but she they're made them real out of thin for air. Her. Well, my thing is like, okay, and again, this is a stretch. Maybe someone listening can make the argument with me, and and I will be on board. But I'm like, you created these children out of thin air. Just make them again. Is there an explanation that came up in the movie that they didn't explain? Because I'm like, just make them again. So the mo- the idea of like that, like being the the catalyst to create this whole, sure, ca- you know, this whole the conflict of the story. Yeah. I'm like, I feel like you would just make your children again. I do like though when Benedict Cumberbatch is like, "Well, you made the children out of nothing with magic," or so he says of something like that, love and that then line. she says. Isn't that what all mothers do? <laughs> and dads. And I was like, yeah. Dads have a part of it. And then I will say, okay, so my... Emily's pregnant, by the way, guys, right now. The, the time of this recording, pregnant. super pregnant. Two weeks out from, from today, yes. she's giving birth. Pregnant. Um, Two weeks out from today, you're pregnant. I'm pregnant. Um, yeah. But I will say, on the other side of that, the that they're, like, trying to save this... One kid, kid? this America girl. And I was like, dude, just let her have her. Because the... (laughs) Kill this one kid kid. for the greater good. I mean, not greater good, really. It's like baby Hitler, right? If you could kill baby Hitler and save millions of lives. it's not like that at all. Because she's not a bad person. arguably worse. Because she's billions of people across the multiverse. Which there's hundreds or thousands of... But listen, Wanda is going to kill... She's already killing, like, all of these people right. to get to America. And it's like, well, just let her have the one kid. All right. of these people are dying. Why is this one kid worth all of these people's lives? Because every life is precious, Emily. <laughs> no. Yeah, exactly. So save all these hundreds for one. I just want to recap what motherhood has done to you so far. <laughs> so you're totally on board with Wanda Maximoff killing, possibly destroying all the universes in the multiverse just to get her two kids back. And you're definitely on board with the utilitarian perspective. The it, util- utilitarianism her. of dis- of killing this one teenage kid to like get just hand her over to Wanda. Just hand over. She wants her two made up kids back. Her yeah. two fictional kids that she created out of the fabrics of her own mind. Just let her have this one teenage kid. Let her die. So Elizabeth Olsen can have her two made up children but back. But also, can't she just like take her powers and not kill her? I, you know, I, they never really they got into that. Really get... I think that Wanda I was like, Maximoff... I feel like there should be more discussion. So here's they another critique. They should have sat down. Here, here's a critique, and I know you're going to disagree with me on Probably. this. Probably. I feel like this. They. I'm. I'm all. I'm all for with. I'm all for with, uh, uh, Scarlet Witch being the villain. She's sure. an Avenger, yeah. though. By the way, like she's a. But but she's always she's always caused problems for the Avengers in the comics. Uh-huh. Like she, I I talked about House of M, where it's like you've created this multi, you know, she created this universe where 
every Marvel superhero had the life they wanted, and it just created chaos. And then it was all the heroes trying to get back to our reality. You You can't do what you want. Um, I'm on board with her being the villain, Uh but I was gonna say something else, and I totally forgot. Yeah, I I lost my train of thought. I'll just have to edit this out. No, you don't. But you can think about no, it. No, I can't. I, I had. A, I was on. I was on track, and I just. Sometimes my brain just tackles really complex things, and it, it just goes, sure, "Nope, you're, sure, you're sure. not qualified to handle this, buddy," and it just bails. <laughs> it's like eject your seat. Um. But yeah, I definitely. I could empathize with or sympathize with Wanda. Um. But. Obviously, there wouldn't be a movie if they right. followed my right. my logic. But yeah, I think they could have sat down and really discussed it. Here's more. my here's one of my other critiques um, about it's it's not even like about this movie in particular. It's just about like the state of all these superhero movies right now. I talked about this before. The multiverse concept is so huge right now. Yeah, it's like they're laying the framework for or the laying the groundwork just to have like any. It's just, it gives you a massive rewrite. To have anything happen. To, to have anything happen, and it's like, oh, we made a mistake with this one franchise. We'll, we'll correct it, it with, a yeah. different, with a different version in a multiverse. And that does kind of bother me, because it's like, now you've, now nothing's, now nothing's in stone, really. It's like all this canon right. of all this history, it's like, oh, we didn't, we didn't like how we, I mean, look at Spider-Man uh, No Way Home. You know, all the critiques that Spider... I can't. I didn't see it well, I'll, for the I'll millionth just, time. I'll bring it up. It's like, and, and by the way, I love No Way Home. But you look at like uh, Electro. Jimmy Fox played Electro. People, the fans had these critiques because he had like blue electrical skin and it was all CGI'd. So they just were like, "Oh, we'll just like fix it with the multiverse version. We'll just like find a way to make him not have blue skin." Oh, and it's just like they they you tap into the they tap into the multiverse to yeah. one to kind of milk the pre existing fan right. uh, favorites right sure. and. Uh, and yeah, and also just to like fix any mistakes. It's they just they, it gives them the it gives them the opportunity for a constant rewrite. And I'm kind of like you yeah. know at some point you have to just accept because like I could totally see them being like you know what Robert Downey Jr. come back for one more movie, come back oh, for yeah. one more. <laughs> and it's like yeah like there's other multiverses where Iron Man is still alive or where yeah. Thanos won his you know his war sure, against humanity. Plenty of or different the universes universe. of that. Yeah, um, so my critique is like, okay, we've seen Into the Spider-Verse. We've seen, well, I saw No Way Home, Spider-Man No Way Home. Yeah. We just, uh, the Flash movie coming out is supposed to have, like, uh, the Flashpoint, which is, like, different multiverses that Flash can, like, time, he time travels, and it it's, he basically goes to like different multiverses. I trying to make it confusing. It is, also. well, and that's my thing. It's like, whoa, is this going to be the, is this going to be, like, the crux, is this the standard now of every superhero story now it has to deal with the multiverse whereas i when i watch it i just stick to like the one plot line in my head where i'm like oh she wants to kill this girl to save her children yeah because that's really all i can focus on or else my well (laughs) and so not to get too complicated with it but so back to my multiverse critique the big thing that happens in this if you're a marvel fan the Mm -hmm. biggest thing that happens is when strange and uh america travel to, like, Universe 800, whatever it is, um, and they meet the Illuminati. So you see Black oh, Bolt, right. who's played by, I forget his name now, it's Anton something. He was he was Black Bolt in the very, very short-lived Inhuman story. The one who is, who When he speaks, talk? he, oh, okay. if yeah. he talks, it, he, he can move yeah. mountains with okay. his voice. Well, so he's, he did talk, so I don't he know. He did one time. 
And, well, yeah, sure. But <laughs> in the movie. his face is covered. I have no idea who that guy is. Also, his costume made him look like um, he looked very small. And very like, uh, it reminded me of if anyone want to watch the show Peacemaker, there was like a little dude in green. (laughs) Anyone? Not me. Anyway, um, I think it's odd that they didn't just have Brie Larson. Right. um, Yeah. What? What? She didn't come back. Captain Marvel. Yeah, it's like anyway. So that universe. Also, that name is confusing. You couldn't think of another name like Marvel, Captain Marvel. Well, and I also had a problem with that too. Just like it was a really minor critique because Captain Marvel is not like a genius. The Illuminati are like the are the universe's smartest. Oh. And, well, I guess you'd say it's the smartest, wisest, arguably maybe maybe the most powerful of the heroes. But it's oh. like so it's Black Bolt, mm-hmm. Captain Marvel, um, also Doctor Strange is part of the Illuminati in most universes. Yeah. Um, and then you have Reed Richards of the Fantastic Four, who's played by John Krasinski. Yeah, I didn't care for that. I, I love John either. Krasinski, but that was real weird. I thought it was weird, and it, I don't think he really embodied the Reed Richards. I don't believe him as his world's well, smartest man. Just like his voice. Yeah. I mean, I don't care if he's the smartest man or not, but it was just weird. Reed it Richards is weird. like hyper, hyper, hyper level genius. Especially with his like scruff, he had a beard. I yeah, don't know. I didn't really buy it. Strange. But then you see uh, Patrick Stewart as Professor Xavier, who comes out in his yellow hover wheelchair. Yeah. Which, of course, as soon as he came out, I was like, "Wait, <laughs> who's now that guy?" I was like, wait. "No, I was like, wait, now is it they're combining with Star Trek?" <laughs> which is awesome that your brain connected that because it's like, yes, he is. He from is. Star Trek. He is. Yeah. He's which Picard. I've never seen. Star Trek either, yeah. but but um but no, as soon, but when he came out, I, I told like, oh I told God. you like when he comes out in his yellow wheelchair, you hear like the old '90s X Men cartoon theme song was, yeah. but it was it was incorporated into the score. Anyway, yeah, I wouldn't have lots of Easter eggs for the fans. But here's my critique going back to the multiverse. Okay, did you this, remember <laughs> this? Well, no, I don't. I don't even know what I was saying back then. That oh. was too. That was too long ago. <laughs> but. They create, they, this was, I think a lot of fans, including myself, thought this was the opportunity to start bringing in all these Fox characters. And they did, to a degree. They brought in the Fantastic Four. They brought in the X-Men. Kind of. It was just like in that one universe. And then they all died. Spoiler. Like all those, like Reed Richards died. The Illuminati gets murdered by the Scarlet Witch. Yeah. She murders all of them. So that universe is, that multiverse. show, what's that guy's name with the braids? Oh, he doesn't die. Yeah, they don't. Like, well, they don't die. Yeah. Carl Mordo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, trivia. Apparently, this is the only movie, the first time that Mordo is called by his full name, Carl Mordo. <laughs> right. I was like, just call him Mordo. Come on, man. Bob. Uh, Bob Strange. Um, more trivia though. The girl who plays America. Don't know how to pronounce her name at all. It starts it's, with an X. I think it's like Aztec. It's like old, or it's 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 X O T something. X O C H. Yeah. Something. Is that Aztec um, or mine? Which the guy? I'm not gonna try something Gomez, um, but I was gonna guess she was like twenty. She's sixteen. Yeah. She's, she's she's a kid. She's, <laughs> she's she's a child. She's actually sixteen. She auditioned when she was thirteen for this. Um, still annoying that he just kept saying kid. Right. I was like, oh my god! It felt like it felt up. like lazy writing to me to just keep calling her a kid. It was like it was like, dude, are you Humphrey Bogart? What are yeah, you doing? Like, just, who, who does I that? I hate when people do that. Yeah. yeah, just in general. So anyway, I thought that as my main critique is like this was kind of. I mean, I'm fine with them not fully meeting all of my expectations, but I think this was the opportunity for them to really 
kind of tackle the House of M storyline where it's like, maybe this is the opportunity to bring in the X-Men, to bring in the Fantastic Four. They didn't do that. We just saw that they existed Uh, in a different universe. Well, I guess I don't really know... I and don't so, really know the difference, so it's all. So it's and here's the, here's the thing too. We know now is like anyone can, anyone can see like we can see the writing on the, the wall. The Fantastic Four and the X Men are coming to the mainstream Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. And instead of them bringing them in with this movie, they're waiting for they're waiting down the line to do that. And I'm like, oh. well, so we're gonna do another multiverse situation like oh, later. Sure. That, I, that I'm and I know that's how they're gonna bring Listen, in the X Men. We're all X-Men. gonna watch them. Oh, absolutely, of so, course. Yeah, milk it. But I'm like, how? But I'm just, all I, the money they can that, get. That's my thing. I'm like, how many multiverse stories are we gonna do? Like, at uh, some point, I'm like, dude, I, can I just see one <laughs> nope. movie nope, that's nope. like our universe? Like, so what was your favorite part of the movie? Meeting the the Illuminati. Oh, okay. That was yeah. The I will say the action's super cool, and it's all just a big L- LSD trip. Like there every was time one see, fight where they're fighting with music. That was odd. That was a little strange. That was very Using odd. But music I was like, to, yeah. I was judging it at first, and then I was like, you know, at least they tried something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was very weird, though. I, and I will say, I really do like Elizabeth Olsen. I think she's yeah. awesome. She's a, she's a great villain. I wanted to this. I think maybe it was what, what I was going to say before. Ready? Oh, I found sure. it. I knew I knew it'd come back. We'll say it before you forget. Oh God, I forgot right now. Um, I wish that they had tapped into more of like her mental health breakdown and i know you probably uh, disagree they, they probably made a decent job with it mm-hmm. but i feel like that i feel like her not knowing what's real would have been helpful if it's like if she was dealing with like maybe she just kind of couldn't quite grasp what re- reality was i would prefer oh. that versus her being a full-out villain because she was just a full-out villain like she knew the consequences of what she was doing i feel like it was I, easy enough like you don't need to complicate it i know Mental, but, mental. Health well, but it was though. Like she had a mental breakdown and like was just slaughtering. She wants her kids. She wants her two kids, but I think she was very clear and she knew that like what she had to do. She had to go across. She had to get this one yeah. girl, steal her power, Again. go across the universes, just find give, a universe that has her, her the kids. Girl. <laughs> well, and I'm like, I just kind of wish they had tapped into maybe like she had no control. I would have mm. preferred that. Like if Liz with Olsen and Scarlet Witch was like had no control, almost like no control of her powers and what she was doing, oh. and then. No, I enjoyed that. Yeah, well, they they took the stance that she was like, no, she knows what she's doing. She just doesn't yeah. care. She yeah. wants to murder as many people as it takes to get her two made she up children want back. Want to murder them? She right. tried to be reasonable. I wish they had. I just wish that she, they had done something where it's like, and again, people listening, maybe they disagree and they think that it was justified. I don't fully believe. I know. I don't fully believe that she felt like her. Ki- I don't know. I just wish that her kids were. They were real to her. They were real to her, but I wish that... I don't know. I just wish that... I'll I'll end it there. I can't keep going down this path. (laughs) (laughs) I agree with it. I think it's fine. Um, I enjoyed the movie. I did too. By the way, I had critiques, but I did enjoy it. Yeah. I really do enjoy this. Stephen Strange is such a cool character. Doctor Strange, he's a trip. There's really no one else like him in the the Marvel Universe, except for maybe scarlet witch yeah they he's can alter reality powers. He's feel, i feel like he can just oh, yeah. he's a sorcerer yeah he's got magic he's yeah he can, and he can tap into different which he arguably makes did. batman superman look like chumps yeah he arguably was the first to tap into the multiverse in avengers infinity war when he was going through all the millions of possible scenarios where you know to to find the strategy to, to defeat thanos he found oh, one sure. possible solution 
But he was like going through all the millions of scenarios in his head, and then, and then he, oh, he well, anyway. But we just didn't see him travel across those universes because oh. there was millions of them. Okay. So well, fair anywho, enough. all right. Well, I enjoyed it. I give I it a too. seven and a half. I would give it the same. Yeah. I would say seven out of ten, maybe seven, yeah. seven and a half, maybe. Okay. But uh, yeah, yeah, I just have my critique again. My critiques, just to round it out, like I think that Scarlet Witch. I wish that she had maybe just had a bit of a bit more of a mental break in the sense of like not knowing what reality is versus you know her no, i don't really care about that Let's see yeah. <laughs> yeah. i just would have i would have but i'm also believed not that because uh, it made her flat out not alone. that invested to care that much well it's also hard so. to bring her back now from the brink like now how do you bring her back from just being the villain like the biggest villain of the well she made the right decision in the end she... yeah too late man well whatever she anyway whatever. The woman. my own critique my own critique <laughs> All right, well, go check it out. Let us know what you guys think. And that's our show. What's Your Movie? We'd like to thank Edith Mudge for providing our original theme music. And thank you all so much for listening. We hope we didn't ruin the movie too badly for you, but please make sure to subscribe. Leave a positive comment. Tell your friends. And follow us on the Insta at... What's Your Movie Podcast. Well, until next time. Take care. <laughs>